Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Well, apparently the United States has at least 12 alien spacecraft in its possession uh, that they're not telling you about. Uh, and that's according to a new article that came out this week by Michael Schellenberger uh, for public.com. And I will leave the link here so you can check it out for yourself. But the headline reads, the United States has 12 or more alien spacecraft, say military and intelligence contractors. So apparently there's been some people talking to Schellenberger, uh, according to this article, uh, who have also been talking uh, to Congress in uh, uh, private testimonies at this point about what they know about uh, recovered extraterrestrial craft. Uh, and some of these people were very upset about some of the things that have been coming out recently, uh, like with regard to Arrow, Sean Kirkpatrick saying there's no evidence and all that kind of thing. And uh, so we're going to get into this in this article here. So I'll, I'll probably read most of it here. It says here in April, the director of the Pentagon's new program for studying UFOs said he had seen no evidence of alien spacecraft. He's talking about Sean Kirkpatrick here who made the statement that I should also state clearly for the record that in our research, Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology or objects that defy the known laws of physics. That statement, which was part of a hearing on the topic, generated headlines around the world. UFO sightings are up, but no proof of aliens yet. That was in Politico. Uh, world UFO chief, no credible evidence of extraterrestrial activity, wrote uh, News Nation. Uh, but on Monday, as we all know, an Air Force whistleblower contradicted the Pentagon's claim, telling the debrief and News Nation that the United States government is in possession of quite a number of alien spacecraft. I thought it was totally nuts, David Grush said. I thought at first I was being deceived. But Grush said he soon learned that the United States government possessed quite a number of different kinds of non-human vehicles. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers who came to me, many of whom I knew almost my whole career and who confided in me. This is not the... That was a direct quote from uh, Grush. This is, not the, this is not the first time government officials have suggested that the United States may possess alien spaceships. And here, here was a comment from the late Harry Reid. I was told for decades that Lockheed had some of these retrieved materials. And I tried to get, as I recall, a classified approval by the Pentagon to have me go look at the stuff. They would not approve that. So, of course, there's been attempts over the past by different elected officials, actually, to check these things out. But they're told they can't. The people we elect aren't allowed to look at it. That's all top secret, folks. Get away from here. Go on, you little you little bug. You little you little dum-dum. Here, look at. I'll show you a shiny object to look at instead. Uh, let's, uh, well, let's continue with the article here. It says, Former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, Christopher Mellon, recently reported that he has spoken to more than four witnesses who say they know of a secret United States government program involving the analysis and exploitation of materials recovered from off-world craft. Some have supplied information to the intelligence community's inspector general, others directly to the staff of the Congressional Oversight Committees. Grush's claims are shocking, and he has not made public any photographs, video or video or written evidence to support them. He says he never saw any of the alleged non-human spacecraft himself. And in response to a query, Defense Department spokesperson Susan Goh repeat, repeated what Kirkpatrick had said in April. To date, Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extra extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. That's a lie, everybody. I just want to point that out. That's a lie. She's lying. Well, you know what? Actually, she might not even know. You know, but but it is a lie. You know, no no question about it. 
She might not even know though, because she's not. She's. She might not even be privy. She's only a spokesperson. She. She gets told what to say. Just go tell them this, Susan. Oh, oh okay, sir. Okay. Uh, there's no such thing as extraterrestrial craft that we have recovered. Uh, and then the article continues here. It says, By, but while Grush has not shared written evidence in an unclassified way, he did provide classified intelligence reports, emails, and other documents, other documents to Thomas A. Monheim, the intelligence community inspector general, as the law allows. As for photographs, the Defense Department prohibited Grush from sharing any as... Uh, there's a letter that he presents from DOD below shows, and in the letter it says, uh, the interview questions are approved for public release. However, this approval does not include any photograph, picture, exhibit, caption, or other supplemental material not specifically approved by this office. Our concurrence for release does not imply DOD endorsement or factual accuracy of the material. So you're not allowed, you're not allowed to show them any pictures of this stuff, guy. Don't you do that. You could go telling them uh, what you learned, but don't you can't. We're not showing sharing any pictures here, buddy. It's all top secret. Oh, we can't let the dum dums know the truth. Anyway, continuing here, it says, and now multiple sources close to the matter have come forward to tell public, which is the public.com, that Grush's core claims are accurate. The individuals are either high-ranking intelligence officials, former intelligence officials, or individuals who we could verify were involved in the United States government UAP efforts for three or more decades each. Two of them have testified, including as recently as last year, <clears throat> to both Arrow and Congress. The individuals said they have they had seen or been presented with credible and verifiable evidence that the United States government and U.S. military contractors possess at least 12 or more alien spacecrafts, some of which they shared with Arrow, which Arrow has refused to provide to Congress. Isn't that interesting? So they're sharing credible and verifiable evidence that the Arrow, Arrow has, but they're not sharing that stuff with Congress. The reason Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information, they said, is because it does not have the authority to verify it and may not want to verify it. Now, this is something we talked about before in the podcast, is Title 50 and Title 10. Apparently, uh, Arrow only has Title 10 authority, which only gives it a certain, there's, there are limits to what kind of information it can obtain. They, uh, but if they had Title 50 authority, they would be able to uh, see the, see everything, apparently. For all we know, there might be Title 60 or 70. There might be some titles that we don't, that the public and the Congress don't even know about. Anyway, continuing here, it says, In his testimony to Congress, Kirkpatrick said that Arrow is operating under Title 10 authority, but most intelligence agencies operate under a higher Title 50 authority. The intelligence community with Title 50 feels free to stonewall Arrow with Title 10 because they view Title 10 authority as inferior to Title 50. See? <clears throat> Yeah, so basically, arrows. It's all of this stuff. The arrows not allowed to look at it and 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 make any cuts and make a determination. Isn't that just nice? Anyway, continuing here it says the sources all expressed anger and frustration at the Pentagon's denial of the existence of non-human craft and materials. And here's a direct quote from one of these people. It says, The denials coming out of Susan Goh and the Pentagon are specifically chosen to use Arrow as a source of information when Grush has already addressed that Arrow, that Arrow didn't have access. And so, of course, they didn't discover anything, said another individual. The Arrow response is typical because they are not doing any investigation of the testimony they've been given. Kirkpatrick has not been reporting properly to the congressional committees. Yeah, he's not. He's playing, a lot. He's playing ball with the Pentagon. He's not playing ball with the Congress. He's being told what to do behind the scenes by the Pentagon. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, we're Title 10, you're Title 50, you can't tell me anything. 
That means we don't know anything. We don't have any evidence. Okay, I'll go tell Congress now. They're a bunch of dummies. All the people watching TV, they're a bunch of dummies. The mainstream media, they're a bunch of dummies. They're not going to do anything about it, right? See you later, guys. <clears throat> Continuing here, it says, Indeed, Grush took a whistleblower complaint to the ICIG precisely because he says, and this is one of these uh, people that uh, are talking anonymously here, he says, uh, because, he says, the military and intelligence community was withholding information from Arrow and from the Congress. It was only after becoming a whistleblower that Congress invited Grush to give closed-door testimony in a secure information facility. Then the next section of this article talks about the alien craft. It says, Members of congressional intelligence communities or committees and the intelligence community, Inspector General, ICIG, are talk taking Grush's claims seriously. Well, of course they they got to be taking them seriously. He's telling you to tell them the truth. Unlike uh, Susan Go and uh, and Kirkpatrick and the rest of the Pentagon uh, people that aren't talking the truth and never tell the truth about this. Of course they're going to take them seriously because he, he has information that uh, so that he was able to obtain that uh, now he's sharing. And which, by the way, he was retaliated against because of uh, what he's doing. Anyway, it says here. The ICIG concluded in July 2022 that Grush's whistleblower complaint was credible and urgent and said a source who worked with him, Grush's superiors, promoted, promoted him rapidly due to his talent. He jumped ranks when they hired him as a GS-15. That's a big jump for his position. And then it talks about Grush. He, he was a senior intelligence analyst who represented the National Reconnaissance Office, which is a big deal, right, uh, to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, the precursor to Arrow from 2019 to 2021. Grush is also a decorated combat officer for his service in Afghanistan. And then Carl Nell, who's this retired Army colonel who worked with Grush on the UAP task force, uh, he says that, uh, that Grush's... You know, he's he's not some some uh, joker out there. He says, his assertion concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct. So Carl Nell knows some things here too. Uh, some of the same sources who shared information with Grush as well as others spoke to public about retrieved spacecraft that they say is in the possession of the United States government. I know of at least 12 to 15 craft, said one person, who said they shared the information with Arrow and Congress. Every five years, we get one or two recovered for one reason or another, from either a landing or that we catch or that, or that they just crash. A different contractor said there were at least four morphologies, different structures. Six were in good shape, six were not in good shape. There were cases where the craft landed and the occupants left the craft unoccupied. There have been high-level people, including generals, who have placed their hands on the craft, and I would have no reason to disbelieve them. Uh, another source, one source described having seen three kinds of craft, including one shaped like a triangle and another that looked like a chopped-up helicopter with the front bubble of a Yui helicopter with the plastic windows or more like a deep-sea submarine with a thick piece of glass bubble shaped with a thick piece of glass bubble shaped and where the tail rudder should have been. It was a black egg-shaped pancake, and instead of landing gear, it had upside-down ram horns that went from the top to the bottom and rested on the ends of the horns. The sources said they felt compelled to speak out publicly to validate Grush's claims, but did not want their names used. We have non-disclosure agreements or secrecy agreements that we are supposed to take to the grave, said one person. Two of the three sources declined to answer certain questions, even off the record, out of concern for their safety and continued access to information. So there you see these people, they're scared to death. They're scared to death. 
They were about they, the, the one guy was was talking a little bit, but he, apparently he's only well, he only goes so far because the, he's scared to death by the people in control, by the control group that's keeping this a secret from the public for all this all these years. Anyway, continuing here, <clears throat> says here, I briefed the Senate Intelligence Committee, the Senate Armed Services Committee, and Arrow, and so that information is out there, the person said. What Grush did was the first giant step to get the information out. I'll just stop there for a second. Of course, I think we all agree what Grush did uh, is a giant step. Uh, I think that article on Monday really is uh, a giant step. We're, we're going forward here. I, I think we're pretty much on the road to no return at this point. At some point, this bubble's going to burst. Uh, anyway, continuing here, it says the sources said that the Pentagon and military military contractors keep the non-human spacecraft in different locations, including Area 51 in Nevada, and that they move the craft around to different facilities, both military bases and contractor facilities for research. So yeah, sometimes I guess they're they're moving them around. I like I like to know how that's accomplished. Are they flying them from one place to another, or or are they just throwing them on the back of a flatbed? Uh, maybe you pass them out on, a, on an interstate. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, continuing here, it says the sources differed on whether the United States was able to operate them. As far as I know, we are not able to operate them, said one person who said they were last briefed on the crash, crashed craft five years ago. There are people who say we have reverse engineered them and are flying them. I never found any support for that and found a lot of support for saying we can't figure it out. If we, if we do, it would be in some program at a higher security level. Others said that the United States has been able to fly at least one of the retrieved craft. Some of the tech is very cutting edge, said, said the, a source, and they have to travel to places like Italy, Belgium, and Indonesia to do flight testing. It's worldwide. Some of our allies know about the programs. The clandestine places that they work out of have grown larger. And then the sources also said that they suspect it, that Chinese, the Chinese and the Russians have also retrieved crash, crashed, uh, crashed craft but they did not know for certain so there you go more stuff coming out so we got at least 12 of them in the inventory 12 crashed objects in the inventory and they're not telling you about it that's it's it's all again the reason obviously is because like i i i believe it's because of the reverse engineering aspect to this they, they want to keep it a secret because they're reverse engineering these things there's some other countries that they're uh, in cahoots with obviously um you know, we don't know what China or Russia is doing exactly, but you know that there, there are lots of different stories that indicate that they have recovered some craft too, and they're secretly researching this stuff. And that the reason we're all keeping it a big secret is because we're trying to figure out who, who develops and who reverse engineers the stuff first. So who could take over the world first? That's what it is. And, and, and who cares about this story? Who cares uh, that there's extraterrestrials coming here, that there actually is proof uh, in our possession that there are beings from other places on, on this planet planet right who cares about telling the public about that let's let's reverse engineer this because we want more power we want to take over this whole place it's all about power and destruction they're, they're the reasons behind all of this i mean that's fine right uh, you know you're gonna they're gonna do that no matter what but th there's no reason there's no reason right to keep this the, the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here from the public <clears throat> You know, you could do all the reverse engineering in, in, in the shadows. That's fine. You don't have to tell anybody the, what you discovered in that realm. But you could, you know, come forward and tell us the truth about what you recovered. What, what, what about these aliens, the bodies? Let's hear about that. What, what are they like? How many do you know are here? Do you have any idea what they're up to? You know, it's just, it, this is sad. It's sad. It, but in a way, it's great. I'm happy about the story. Uh, uh, 
awesome story awesome article yeah got to give this guy a lot of credit uh uh michael schellenberger thank you very much for uh, talking to these people and putting this story out uh, it's very much appreciated anyway we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we will be right back gray's anatomy the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay, we are back. Uh, I want to talk about some of the polls that I had on Spotify this week since uh, the big story about uh, Grush came out on Monday. Uh, I'm going to start with the podcast that I did do on Monday, which was UFO Whistleblower Goes Public with ET Crash Retrieval Knowledge. And I asked the question that day, does today's news mark the beginning of the end for UFO secrecy? And I had three different uh, choices you could have. Now, this poll, there's still 27 days left, so you can still vote on it. But a lot of people have voted on it already, 194. Now, the most, so at this point, but this has been going back and forth, but the most right now is yes. 84 people voted yes, or 43.3% saying yes. Uh, And then the next in line is time will tell. 82 people, or 42.3%, voted for time will tell. And then 28 people or 14.4% said no. So pretty much yes and time will tell. They're they're tied with each other right now on that one. And I, you know, time will tell, I guess. But I I I, I think I'm probably right now I have to go with I think it's yes. I think this is the beginning. I I, I don't think there's gonna be gonna be any any going back after this. Uh and then for the podcast entitled, Does It Surprise You That UFO Whistleblower David Grush Faced Retaliation and Reprisals for Telling the Truth About Crashed ET Craft? Uh, the, uh, that, that, that was the question I asked, uh, and that was for the uh, podcast, Whistleblower Experience Retaliation for Telling Congress Truth About Recovered ET Craft. But does it surprise you? Uh, 66 people have responded so far. Only 5 or 7.6% said yes, but 61 said no, 92.4%. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the no. It doesn't surprise me one bit, uh, obviously. And then you, you just, you, we just got done reading that story uh, for, uh, about these the, the 12 uh, craft that's been recovered. You have the one the one person who was talking anonymously. Is, they're, they're scared to death. They're scared to death, these people behind working behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and then continuing here, it's, uh, this was, uh, I thought this was a funny one here. Uh, this is for the podcast entitled UFO Debunkers Grushed Over Whistleblower Re- Revelations. And I asked the question, once the truth about the extraterrestrial visitors is finally disclosed, where will current UFO debunkers shift their focus? Okay, and I provided seven different uh, answers here. Uh, and let's see. Uh Yeti received zero so far. Now, there are 70 votes so far. There's 28 days left. And Yeti's not received anything. Nobody, there's no love whatsoever for Yeti, which I, I'm I'm upset about. You think at least one person would have picked Yeti. You know, the abominable snowman. I mean, there were footprints, remember? I mean, you could the debunkers the, the should, maybe they could look at Yeti and try to, you know, debunk that stuff. You know, let, let them look at that. You know, they'll go off to the, 
Himalayas, uh, you know, searching uh, to find evidence to debunk it with. You know, that would be, you know, get rid of them for a while. They'll be off in the Himalayas. So I don't know why nobody picked Yeti. I would have, I think I, if I would have voted, I would have picked, picked Yeti. Uh, next in line, uh, the lowest in line, Slender Man. Only three people picked Slender Man, uh, 4.3%. Uh, Slender Man, I think that's a bunch of phony nonsense, actually. Um, I never really believed in that stuff. That was actually made up online by some young people or something. or I can't remember. I don't remember. I just know it was all made up nonsense. <clears throat> Next in line, Chupa, Chupacabra. Remember Chupacabra? Right? Yeah, maybe you could try to debunk Chupacabra. I don't really hear people talking about that anymore, but only four people voted for Chupacabra. They think that the only four people think that the bunker should switch, uh, switch their focus to Chupacabra. Four people or 5.7%. Okay, next in line, uh, Loch Ness Monster. Seven people, 10%, saying, hey, go, why don't you go, uh, now that uh, uh, you lost in the whole UFO uh, debate, it's time to, why don't you go, try to go debunk Nessie now. Go ahead, debunk Nessie. So seven people are saying, go debunk Nessie now. Okay, next in line, uh, where are we at here? Yeah, ghosts, 27.1% or 19 people voted for ghosts, all right? So, yeah, they should go try to debunk ghosts. There's a lot of ghost people, a lot of ghost hunters out there, a lot of paranormal uh, TV shows on TV all the time, on, on the internet, all over the place. Ghost hunters, go debunk that stuff. Go ahead. Get, we're sick of you in the UFO community. Go, go debunk ghosts for a while. Pick on those people. Okay, who's next here? Uh, oh, actually, I skipped one. Leprechauns, they only received 12 or 17.1%. 12 for leprechauns. Uh, leprechauns aren't real. But hey, why don't you go try to debunk them anyway? Go focus on leprechauns. That would be fun. be fun. Just go debunk leprechauns. I don't know if there's a any kind of people out there who's like, a, a, I don't know if there's a leprechaun community out there, or people who believe in leprechauns. Go ahead, go debunk them though. That that be that sounds like fun. And then finally, twenty five people said Bigfoot or thirty five point seven percent. Now I'm going to say something here. Uh, I think Bigfoot is uh, real. I, I I met somebody one time who actually saw Bigfoot. I, I believed him. I actually believed this guy. And uh, there is some credible credible evidence out there. There's a lot of people who actually believe in Bigfoot, and I'm one of them, and actually, there's been a lot of uh, UFO reports uh, that uh, involve Bigfoot, there's been actually several of them that I know of that happened right here in the state of Pennsylvania, where there were uh, flying saucers seen at the same time as Bigfoot walking around, uh, a lot of famous stories that happened in the 70s, pretty much out in the western part of Pennsylvania, I'm, on, I'm more on the eastern side, so yeah, I, I think Bigfoot's real, um, uh, and I, I, I think the Patterson-Gimlet footage is, I, I think it's, I'm leaning le real at this point in, in time. And I, I believe that there is evidence to support Bigfoot. But, uh, you know, maybe the, the bunkers, they could go focus on that for a while. I mean, once the, now that they lost on the UFO front, uh, now that it's very clear, it's becoming very clear that there is, there are extraterrestrials and that there is a cover-up. Well, I guess it's time to, you know, you know, admit it and just move on. Go look at Bigfoot now. Try to debunk that. You know, that would be something, that's something, it'll keep you going. It will keep you going. If you're a debunker in this world, go look at Bigfoot. It will keep you going. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually, this was, I, I talked about that. I'm not going to get into it now. I did, I did meet somebody who uh, 
actually saw Bigfoot. But his experience happened in the 1970s. It was actually not only, probably about five miles from where I'm sitting right now. And uh, it was, he, he believed it and I believed him. And uh, uh, it was a very interesting story. Um, but yeah, so yeah, go check those things out. Now, okay, let's get back to the other polls here. Okay, now for the poll where I, uh, I did uh, for the episode called Grush Brings World a Step Closer to UFO Secrecy Demise. So far, 47 votes. And uh, I asked this question, who among the choices below will one day be considered to have been the most instrumental in ending UFO secrecy? I only provided five names. I could have provided more. In fact, I received a complaint from uh, Molly on Spotify wondering why I didn't include name, other names uh, uh, on here. Uh, like George Knapp uh, and others. And anyway, uh, so far, Christopher Mellon, he's only received two votes, 4.3%. Next in line, Stephen Greer, he's only received five votes, 10.6%. Next in line, uh, Jer or, yeah, Jeremy Corbell, 10 votes, 21.3%. Next in line, Lou Elizondo, 12 votes or 25.5% of the vote. And David Grush has received 18 votes so far for 38.3% of the votes. So David Grush has risen. I mean, last week, if I would ask this question, Grush probably would have been at zero because nobody ever heard of him. This week, after Monday's big article, he's getting 18 votes, 38.3%. He's beaten Lou Elizondo in a poll like this. Uh, so there you go. Uh, already, already, people in the UFO community are, they see it. They see it. They're, they're already giving him some credit. So he's on top of the list right now. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining me. Until next time.